Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're here talking about topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can also be lonely and isolating, which is another reason we're here to help make moms like you know that you're not alone. Now it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor and healthcare providers directly about any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about everything pregnancy and life as a mom. So grab your cold coffee and tea that's been sitting out for three hours and let's have a chat. Hello and welcome back to That Pregnancy Podcast. I'm Katie and today our episode is titled, I Couldn't Breastfeed. It's short, it's sweet, it's to the point and we're talking to Amanda about her experience not being able to breastfeed. So hey Amanda. Hi. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, thanks. Okay, so you were not able to breastfeed any of the kids, correct? I didn't, didn't feed any of them. Well, you yes. try, you did feed them. You just didn't well, breastfeed them. <laughs> yes. No, I did not breastfeed any of them. Right. They were all formula fed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did pump for a bit. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that. But. Okay. So let's, let's just start at the beginning. So in the hospital, did you, okay. Did you go in with the intention or the hope to breastfeed when you had the twins or were you like, I'm having twins. There's that's, that is crazy hard. I'm just, so I, yes, I, I was planning on breastfeeding them. My roommate from university has twin boys who are a year and two or three days older than my twin boys. And so she had, uh, breastfed her successfully. So I knew it was possible. And I know a couple other twin moms who also breastfed successfully. So my plan was, I was going to breastfeed them. So I bought the breastfeeding pillow. I had everything kind of organized to breastfeed. And then once the boys were born, obviously they were a C-section. And with C-sections, they say sometimes it can be a little bit longer for your milk to come in, which was fine. So when I was in the hospital, the nurses were showing me the different holds and I was practicing with the boys and putting them on my breasts and uh, Cooper had a very good latch and Porter wasn't quite as good at latching as his brother. And then um, one of the nurses says, okay, you need your breast pump. So my aunt and uncle came down from Toronto and uh, my uncle is a doctor and my aunt is actually his nurse and she's the the woman who keeps him organized. (laughs) And so someone in their office had had a baby and couldn't breastfeed. So she had this pump that she didn't use. And so it was like brand new and uh, her kid's only a few months older than the boys. So she's like, oh, you might as well just give the breast pump to Amanda. Whoa, score. Yeah. That saved you hundreds of bucks. Oh, definitely. And of course it was like a top of the line one too. So I'm like, perfect. So my aunt and uncle came down, I want to say the day after the boys were born. Like within 48 hours of the the boys being born, they come down, they bring the breast pump. (laughs) My aunt walks in to the room and she's greeting me and stuff. And of course, right in front of the bed is this 
ginormous sign that is like breastfeeding, right? <laughs> and uh, how, you know, breast, uh, yeah, breast is best and all this stuff about breastfeeding. And so my aunt looks at that and she's like, it drives me absolutely nuts that they shove breastfeeding down your throat because they have so many people that come into the office who can't breastfeed, right? And there's all these women who put this stress on themselves for not being able to breastfeed. So my aunt said to me, she said, if you can't breastfeed, she's like, there's no problem with that. She said, the thing that matters is that the babies are fed. And that's what they need to be telling people. Yeah. The only thing that matters is the babies are fed. Yeah. So of course, if you can breastfeed, it's, you know, of course it comes from your body and it's cheaper. (laughs) Um, But like at the end of the day, your baby needs to be fed so it can grow. So Mm -hmm. she had kind of already told me that. And so I was like, okay, so someone in the medical field is telling me that if I can't breastfeed, then that's okay. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I started pumping once I got the pump. And of course, you know, a little bit comes out and then a little bit more comes out. Well, I kind of stopped at like one ounce would come out at a time. (laughs) And then... Once I got home from the hospital, it wasn't increasing, even though I was trying to pump more. And I was started to take natural supplements to try to increase milk supply. Obviously, I did all this research. I'm like, how am I going to get my milk in? <laughs> and so I sent my dad to get all these natural supplements. <laughs> and so my dad's at the, the health food store buying all this breastfeeding related uh, natural supplements for me. And then what else did I do? Oh, you gave me some granola. Yeah, my you gave yum- me breastfeeding granola. Oh my yes, god, I'm it's like, so good. It's like my favorite stuff. thing. Yeah. yeah, yep, the yummy mummy granola. It's yeah. so good. I love that recipe. Yeah, so I was eating that and drinking water. So I'm doing everything, and I was still only pumping like an ounce. So I did that for. Uh, three weeks with the boys yeah and so like they were splitting like an ounce of of breast milk which is clearly not enough to sustain sustain them it totally isn't enough so um, we were just kind of like topping the uh, formula up with that little bit of breast milk and at least they got some of my colostrum at least I tried but with that being said, and I, I knew this going into, into having a baby, my mom couldn't breastfeed either one of us, like either myself or my sister. She didn't produce enough milk. And my grandmother also didn't produce enough milk. So it's like, wow, that's it's pretty common in my family. Yeah. To have like some sort of breast relating, relate, breastfeeding related issue. And then I started to find out from my other cousins and stuff that a lot of them didn't breastfeed either. Really? So I don't know if it's like, yeah, something in our family where it just doesn't seem to happen. So when you had Caroline, did you go in, like, did you kind of follow the same pattern or did you have a different kind of set goal? Well, with her, I kind of thought that it might actually happen this time because I was like, okay, it's only one kid, so maybe I can like somehow get my supply up. With the twins, there's that added stress of having two babies. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so I had these two new babies. Maybe I was a little stressed out, whereas now I was an experienced mom. So maybe 
this time it might actually happen. And with her, I actually ended up only pumping for two weeks instead of three because I started to get the baby blues. And there was one night that I had, I was feeding her and then I was feeding and pumping in the middle of the night. And I was like, I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, like, what was I thinking having another kid? Like, was this a big mistake? Like all the things that you kind of read are signs of the baby blues. And I was like, wait a second. I'm like, number one, I'm like, she was totally wanted. So it was definitely not a mistake. And I'm, and I remember thinking to myself, you know, the first three months are the hardest. And I was like, if you're thinking feelings like this, you need to stop pumping. So just because night, it was that added stress, it was that added stress. It was that takes added the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. It takes away from time that you could sleep. Yeah. So I was like, you want to know what? She like, I, yes, I pumped for an extra week with the boys, but really she ended up getting more breast milk because she didn't have to share. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so I ended up throwing in the towel because I was afraid that um, I was already showing signs of the baby blues. So I was like, if, if this turns into more because I'm making myself breastfeed, I'm really going to kick myself. Yeah. So, um, that night I was like, forget it. I'm not pumping. And then I remember waking up in the morning feeling better. Wow. So like, yeah. It was like instantaneous. Cause I got that extra sleep. And so I was like, you want to know what? That's the right choice. And I remember telling Keith, I'm like, you want to know what? I'm done pumping. I'm not doing this anymore. And he was really upset with me because he's like, you pumped for three weeks with the boys. You need to pump at least another week. And I said, look, I said, I'm done. I said, you got two options. Either I keep pumping and you could end up with a wife who ends up getting depression or I stop pumping now and I get sleep and then I'm probably not going to get depressed. And so he said, okay, stop pumping. Wow. So that was, uh, that was the end of the, the breastfeed or the trying to breastfeed slash pumping. Good for you for being so strong and just like adamant and aware of your needs as a mother. Well, and to be perfectly honest with you, my number one fear both times was getting postpartum depression because mm-hmm. I've been depressed before and I know that it can it's just awful. Being depressed is terrible. And so I did not want that. I didn't want to rob myself of my babies being babies. And um, because it does, like you, you read about women who have postpartum depression, they feel like they were robbed. And so that was a real concern of mine. So even going into the the twins pregnancy, I was trying to figure out the best way to, to get through it and to enjoy the babies being little and not be depressed. And so I think my goal going in was to, to be happy and to enjoy being a mom. And because of that, my priority wasn't necessarily to stress myself out by uh, making myself breastfeed, it was to make sure I got enough sleep and that I wasn't depressed. Mm-hmm. And both times um, with the boys, I <laughs> I had so much adrenaline after the boys were born that I was like flying high for like <laughs> at least two or three weeks. Like I remember, like mm-hmm. I would wake up and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's crazy how you, how your body just adapts. And oh, like, yeah. And with the boys, I don't know if it's because they were twins, but like I felt way more adrenaline than I did with Caroline. With Caroline, I felt tired after 
about her. And it could have been because I already had other kids. Right? That's it right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I, there wasn't near as much adrenaline with her as there was with the boys. And mm-hmm. so I think that adrenaline helped get me through with the twins a little bit. Plus those three weeks. Those three weeks. Yeah. yeah. And then with her, I didn't have all that adrenaline. I, so I just, it was wearing on me and I just decided it just wasn't worth it. So wow. Yeah. Um, and, and they're all, and all three of my kids are very healthy yeah. kids and like I was formula fed. I'm very healthy. Um, and I found out from my mother-in-law that, uh, Keith was, <laughs> he drank so much milk that she couldn't keep up with him that I think she stopped with him after like six weeks or she only fed him, breastfed him for like a couple months. That really? Month. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So looking back, what did you like about your choice to bottle feed and formula feed? So with formula feeding, you have a little bit more freedom. You're not as tied down. So the nice thing was like I could go out and if the kids had to be fed, someone else would feed them. Keith took me out for my birthday, which was less than two months after the twins were born. There was this restaurant I really wanted to go to. And so he took me out there and I didn't have to worry about feeding kids. I didn't have to worry about pumping. I didn't have to worry about anything. I could even have a drink, right? So that was definitely a huge benefit. And also I think that it allowed Keith and my parents and my in-laws and anyone who is helping us with the babies to bond with them because mm-hmm. there is something very intimate about feeding a baby, whether it is breastfeeding, which is even more intimate or bottle feeding, like you're, you're caring for this little baby and you're snuggling it and feeding it. And so I think it allowed other people to kind of partake and enjoy that as well. I know Keith really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, you're um, absolutely right about the intimacy part because yeah, I, it's kind I, of did you ever, weird. I always notice, you know, I remember back to when my cousin who is 10 years younger than me, mm-hmm. 10 years, no, yeah, 10, no, 18, 20, he's 20 years younger than me. God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I was 20 when he was born. Yeah. Um, I remember I was helping out look after him with my aunt and I remember my aunt saying, like when you feed him because he was being bottled, he was bottle fed. She said like, he's looking, he's, he'll be looking at you and he's looking for that eye contact. So make that eye contact because there's a connection there mm-hmm. when you're feeding. And it's totally true that there's that intimacy connection piece while you're mm-hmm. bottle feeding, while you're feeding and yeah, bottle period. feeding yeah, whether- allows that to happen with more people. Yeah. Which is nice. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, even like if I, if I needed extra sleep, because like if the kids had been up a lot in the night, I could have that extra sleep because I didn't have to worry about getting up in the morning. Like Keith could get up with them. Or I remember my mom and my mom used to come over some Saturday morning. She, they, they live like five minutes from my house. And my mom would be like, okay, I'll come over at like seven o'clock. Cause that's the time the boys would be up at and I'll get them out and I'll feed them. And then I would like sleep in oh. and it was glorious. Yeah. <laughs> so, so amazing. Yeah. yeah. So like little things like that really were beneficial to me. And I think it helped 
with my mental well-being and my emotional well-being too, right? Yeah. So that's what what did was there anything that you didn't like about bottle and formula feeding? Or or not I didn't like the cost. <laughs> didn't like the cost. Yeah. Um, especially with the twins, like it it adds up. Yeah. And luckily I had a lot of people giving me Similac coupons and stuff. So that was that was good. But I, I remember um, your dad would go to the drugstore on senior's day and buy yeah. cases of it. Yeah. Yeah. He would go every Thursday on senior's day just to get the senior's discount. <laughs> the senior's discounts good on anything. Yeah. So, which is, um, a bit, which is kind of funny though, that as someone who's claiming the senior's discount is yeah, buying it's getting formula, fee, yeah, baby yeah. formula. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So I, one thing that struck me was like, you were so self-aware of kind of, the development of the baby blues and how you were feeling that. But I want to ask you, how did, like, how did your, was your mental health affected by realizing that you weren't able to breastfeed? Because I feel like there's so much pressure on women. Like your aunt said, like that there's like breast is best and that's constantly put out there on women and moms. But did that affect your mental health at all? Or how did you feel about that? So I do think that there's way too much propaganda for breastfeeding. It, like there just is, it's ridiculous. And I do think that there is a lot of pressure on women um, to breastfeed. And I think that some people get it in their head that they have to breastfeed. And and I, th- I do, I think it's all because of society and all the propaganda that you read about breastfeeding and how, oh, it's so much better for your baby. So for me, I think because I already knew that my mom didn't breastfeed me and I'm fine and I'm healthy, I was like, okay, so my mom didn't breastfeed me or my sister. And I'm like, I'm you know, look at us, we're, we're fine. And then I think when my aunt walked in the room and was like, what the heck, like this big breastfeeding poster in front of you, you just had a baby and they're shoving it down your throat. And then when she kind of said, like, the only thing that matters is that your baby is fed. Yeah. Um, I think hearing it from a medical professional that it doesn't matter that, what, which way you feed them, just that they're being fed. I think that made me go, okay, well, she's saying it, then, you know, it must be true. And then I think, to be honest with you, there was actually a lot of support from people after I had the babies and then I was like taking them places. Like it amazed me how many people were like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't breastfeed either. Like it shocked me how many people would be like, oh, I, you know, I couldn't do it or I didn't produce enough or I only breastfed for a couple months. Like it was very, very common. And considering how common it was, like, I find it so shocking that everyone's like breastfeed, breastfeed, breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Right. So I guess people just don't talk about not breastfeeding as often. And really we should, because then the people who can't breastfeed or choose not to breastfeed, um, they can feel supported too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. The saying of fed is best is absolutely, absolutely truth. Yeah. Yeah, It's not breast is best. It's fed is best. Yeah. Fed. Absolutely. Um, What would you, is there anything that you would change about your feeding journeys? No, you want to know what? 
I um I gave it a shot and I think I gave it a good shot. And you know, it it is what it is. And I have three healthy kids and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, um, you know, there's not enough stress on how important um mother's maternal health or <laughs> can't even talk, mother's mental health is. And I think when I've said this before that when you are taken care of as a mother, then your baby's taken care of. But if mommy is a mess and you know, it's really hard on everyone around you, including the baby. So I think like being aware of your mental state is very important. And then, you know, if you're not doing well or you feel like something's a little off that you need to like kind of step back and go, okay, what's the problem here? And then, you know, if you do have the baby blues, you don't want to become depressed. So you need to figure out what you need to do to change it so that, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't escalate further. And for me, once I started thinking these like kind of like crazy thoughts, right, or odd thoughts, I wouldn't say crazy, but like kind of like abnormal thoughts, like, oh my gosh, maybe I made a mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, that, that means that you need to reflect on what the problem is. And for me, I was going, I need to sleep. And, you know, so sleeping I did. And yeah, I don't regret that because I really did enjoy all three kids being babies. So I think in some ways I enjoyed the twins being babies more than Caroline um, because with Caroline, I had the other two running around and it was a little bit more of a whirlwind. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the boys, even though it was two of them, it was more relaxing, (laughs) Uh, which sounds crazy. No, Um, it doesn't. It totally makes sense. Yeah. But uh, it, uh, it is what it is. And uh, I'm kind of happy that it turned out the way it did. So. Is there, I know now you are like the resident researcher, so (laughs) there might be nothing here, but with this, um, is there anything that you wish you knew about feeding in general before you had the babies? Not really. I had not, I had, I had really researched breastfeeding, (laughs) especially with the twins because it's a little different, but you know, um, it, it, uh, didn't end up going that way for me and that's okay. Cause the thing is like, maybe I would have got all my milk in and then I would have felt pressure to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I might not have been doing well mentally and then I would have, you know, I could have ended up getting depressed. So maybe it was just my body's way of saying, Hey, you know, Here's a red flag. Yeah, here's a red flag. Maybe we shouldn't breastfeed because we need sleep. Yeah. Uh, And to be honest with you, sleep for me is very important. Mm -hmm. Like you and Keith will be like, uh, you (laughs) need to sleep. Because I'll say something really dumb and he's like, you didn't sleep very well, did you? (laughs) And uh, yeah. And, And to be honest with you, we'll probably talk about this in a different podcast, but sleep or sleep. Keith and I are sleep divorced, meaning we don't even sleep in the same room because we just can't. <laughs> and we, we realize that we do better, we are mentally better, and we love each other more if we don't sleep in the same room. Mm-hmm. 
So sleep has always been very important to us and especially me and it is what it is, but uh, by not breastfeeding, it allowed me to sleep more. So, yeah. And really with your researching tendencies, you really weren't surprised by anything. No. And I already knew the things I needed to do if my milk didn't come in. Mm -hmm. So then like, as soon as my milk was not coming in after a few days, I was like, okay, so now I need to do this and that and this and that. I need to eat this and drink that. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't. And that's, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. You have three healthy babies. And that's what matters at the end of the day. Yeah. And they were not hungry. No, they were not hungry. Um, Cooper, in particular, <laughs> he just kept gaining weight. And he was yeah. a big baby, but yeah. So um, there's nothing wrong with a big baby. Oh no, big babies are great. They're adorable. But uh, if anyone else is struggling with breastfeeding, know that it is okay to bottle feed like your baby just needs to be fed yeah and you know you you gave it a shot and and you know it didn't work for you but maybe it just allowed you to take care of yourself in ways you needed to be taken care of and it lets and it'll let somebody else your husband your spouse yeah let's a a grandparent build a a deeper connection with that baby Yeah, in a way that would not happen if they're being breastfed. No, which is super valuable because uh, it's kind of, in a way, it's a gift to those people. Absolutely. Um, to be able to do that and have that intimate moment with a baby. That yeah. means a lot to them. So, mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Amanda, for sharing uh, your experiences. And I, I will say again, like, I am amazed at the awareness of like your mental health awareness of like catching yourself in the middle of the night while you're pumping saying, this is not okay. And making a decision that was right for you and right for your baby. So well done for that. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. If, and, and if anyone has any uh, questions, comments, or they're, they're struggling with breastfeeding and thinking about switching bottle, like uh, get in touch with us because yeah, I'm feel happy, free. To, happy to talk to you about it. Yeah, we're here. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.